Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G. And on the other line with me is the man hiding underneath the rock. It's my co-host, good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie Man, how you doing? It's a comfortable rock. It's warm under this rock. It's the best rock. It's the best rock. I have the best rock. People are saying, everybody's saying it's the best rock. We love the rock, don't we, folks? <laughs> so, oh, man. Um, So this week's episode is episode 670. No, we haven't done 670 episodes. That would be fucking crazy, though. But um, it's 670 in the Black and White series, um, season 14. And... Boy, oh boy, this is episode 11 of Black and White, and boy, was this an episode, bro. Um, It was an episode. It sure was an episode, a whole 21 minutes of it. (laughs) Just um, an episode. Um, Yeah, I have nothing to say outside of, man, this is going to be a fun review. (laughs) Yeah, I, I... I have a feeling, and I've said it before, and I've been proven wrong. I have a feeling this is going to be one of our quicker ones. <laughs> um, I think you're going to get more. You're going to get more angry wrestling Chris G during this episode than you have in a while. This episode I, just, it just, nothing happens. And I think you're, yeah, I think you're going to get more chat and um, pack opening content than you are going to get actual review. I mean, you're going to know what happened, <laughs> but I think if you were writing a summary of this episode, I think you could get away with like a paragraph. <laughs> Not even. You can probably say three sentences about this episode, and we'll see what those three three sentences are at the very end. Try to hold me to that, Doug, if you can make a note. Yeah, go I, ahead. Now you now you've done it. Now at the end of the episode, I'm going to need a three sentence summary, and I'm going to make a note of it. Yes. Now you've done it. Yep, I I've done it. I've, I've I'm, I'm tying myself to it. Still owe me that pokey rap too. <laughs> oh man. So um, to kind of pass a little bit of time, how are you doing? <laughs> how are you doing on your end? Oh. You know, existing. Existing time doesn't mean anything anymore. the 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 world is change is the world is forever changing. But um, on my end, um, I just went to go see um for people that are out <coughs> there. Ooh, bless you. Thank you. And I hope I'm not coughing too much during this episode. I'm current. I'm currently. I'm sick right now. Man. COVID. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you. Oh, um, can you get it twice? <laughs> uh, if if you're Kayla Braxton, Bra- <laughs> you, you can get it twice. <laughs> so apparently you can, but um, um, but yeah, I uh, this past Thursday we're recording this on on October nineteenth. So, yes, you are hearing this in the future. It's weird because we just dropped a movie last week and it was it was refreshing actually talking for once about recent events. Um, But last Thursday on the 14th, um, I went to the United Center to go see Mr. Fluffy himself, Gabriel Iglesias. And 
that was a great show. It was a great outing with my wife. It's um, I got a kick out of because you sent us the outside of the United Center, like because uh, they uh, they put his logo on like the front of the building, uh, much like they did with uh, CM Punk after Rampage, and then you sent us a picture of the stage before you almost got your phone confiscated. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, that, that was, that was a, I love the outside and that stage is pretty cool too. Yeah. And, um, fluffy ended up, um, he, it was, we thought, we thought the show was still going on. He was still telling jokes and everything, but apparently, by the time we were leaving, the show had already been over, he said, for 35 minutes. And he picked up the clock that was um, sitting right in front of him and turned it around to the audience. It was like, look at this. He's like, I'm just having a ball up here. He's like, it's not every day you get to pack in the United Center and, and all this. And he was just going on and on and on. And, of course, with it being Chicago, it wouldn't have been a show if there was not a fight um, in the 300 level <laughs> of uh, of this United Center Stadium, a group of like four to six people I saw up there just swinging away, and all you hear is security, 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 and then Fluffy got wind of it um, on stage, and he's like, "Oh, wait a minute, you hear that?" He's like, "Somebody's fighting up there." <laughs> yeah, I, and obviously we don't know like the specifics, but like I, I just don't understand the thought process of I'm gonna pay in yeah 300 level they probably weren't paying out the nose, but you know I'm gonna pay you know this price and obviously you know they weren't anticipating it being on a on a Thursday because obviously it got uh, rescheduled because of COVID because yes. I even I I said something to you because um, we recorded the. <clears throat> the movie on that Tuesday before and you're like, well, I've got those fluffy tickets on Thursday. I said, Ooh, Thursday. And you're like, yeah. And you know, it was what he could get. Cause you know, you get the United center, you're going to try to get it back. Yeah, exactly. And, um, <clears throat> it's funny. I I'm, I'm going to try to pull up real quick. Cause I have my original tickets because so the tickets that I have from last year, were actually the tickets that got me into the building. And let's see real quick. Cause it's funny. I was, I was going over this with my wife and I was like, look at this. I was like, um, the original date was March 14th, 2020. And yeah. he made note to say that, uh, we were four days away from that show before everything just got fucking canceled. Right. Four yeah. days away, bro. But see, and here's my thing. And I mean, I kind of know the answer to this question already because I know your wife. <clears throat> With every, if everything else, but that show had gotten shut down, you weren't going to that show. No, no. She, she <laughs> <laughs> I would have been out some money um, at first. I mean, yeah, my, my my wife is a very much health health freak. She and, she's very conscious of the of the world going on around her. Yes, and you know she she damn sure isn't going to jeopardize we, her health. For, dude, it was going to be pulling teeth to get her to go to WrestleMania. We were supposed to be at WrestleMania last year, and it didn't happen. Like we were down to to Vince McMahon saying, "Well, this show's still going on. Nothing's nothing is canceled out 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 there yet." And then it got down to like the last few days, and they're like, "Yeah, this show ain't happening." Well, and you knew good and damn well that it was going to have to be like a national fucking order for Vince because Vince was going to do it. <laughs> oh, he was definitely going to do it. Like he was holding all of our tickets over our head and he was just like, yeah, you guys bought your tickets and there's no refunds. What what's 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 a refund? What's, <laughs> what's a refund? <laughs> <laughs> so 
Um, but yeah, that, that was, it was such a crazy year. I mean, we, we found ways to cope with it and, um, you're listening to this and we're like weeks away from 2022 and well, well, what? Well, well, what we are, huh? Mines. What from, from them listening to this episode? Oh, well. I said, <laughs> keep forgetting. I, was, <laughs> I can't put myself in that headspace. Apparently, you can't. Yeah, we we got a bit of a backlog. By the time they're hearing this right now, um, I can actually tell you exactly when this episode is going to be dropping because I finally caught up with myself. Um, so this episode is going out the 23rd the week um thanksgiving week the 23rd yeah happy thanksgiving everybody here in the u.s well all right (laughs) i cannot put myself in that headspace that's ridiculous and then this um friday's episode is going out on black friday so you know don't no way out don't get um don't get killed for a TV. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is um, this is a crazy time. I'm so glad we're getting back into some type of normalcy. So, uh, and I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed that we have no more like big shutdowns in the future, or at least in my lifetime. So, so yeah, Doug. Uh huh. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. All right. So people clicked on this episode to um, listen to Pokemon. So today's episode, as I stated before, is 670, episode 11 of the Black and White series, A Home for Dweeble, Um, or translated from Japanese, um, Ishizumai, Take Back Your Home. So obviously... Ishizuma is, or Ishizumai is uh, dweeble in Japanese. Right. Yes. This episode premiered December 2nd, 2010 um, in Japan, and here in the States, it premiered April 16th, 2011. And Doug, my date happened in 1987 this year. Am I going first, or are you going first this week? My date happened in 1929. Okay, so you are going first. What what is your date this 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 week? I was about so, to say this year. This year. <laughs> On this date in 1929, October October mother, April 16th, the New York Yankees become the first MLB franchise to permanently <clears throat> wear uniform numbers. Get out. That right. wasn't that 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 wasn't a thing to start. Like no, pe- pe- people didn't have numbers. Um, in fact, it wasn't until uh, 1916 that the uh, Cleveland Indians, um, I guess I should say, uh, soon to be the Cleveland Guardians, um, became the first team to put numbers on equipment. So you even had an outside chance of identifying um the players uh so yeah it was pretty much just a grab bag um going out there and the yankees were smart they said well we're going to do numbers uh no names and they still don't do names on their on their home uniforms but they really yeah huh they still just numbers on the home uniforms but uh names and numbers on the roads um and they did it uh, corresponding to your spot in the batting order. So, like, um, Babe Ruth batted third, so he was number three. Lou Gehrig batted fourth, so he was number four. Uh, Yogi hey, Berra, the, 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 there, there was no confusing who's going next. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Hey, it's my turn. I'm number six. Dude, I'm number five. Oh, 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 oh my bad. My bad. My, my bad. I'm going to sit down then. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, you know, and it's just crazy. Like, try to put yourself in that headspace with the amount of player movement and and players getting injured and called up and everything and traded. You know, imagine if they didn't have 
names and numbers, you'd just be like, well, I guess I'm just rooting for a shirt, then, I guess. Yeah, for real. All right. Well, thank you for that, Doug. All right. All right. Mine is sports-related as well. Um, Mine is 1987. On this day, Michael Jordan becomes the second NBA player in history to score 3,000 points in a season. Holy crap. That's and as you were saying um off air, that's young Mike. That yeah, was that, like, that was before he hit his peak. Yeah, that's like uh, fresh in the league, Mike. Cause when he came in eighty four. So yeah, I mean but you know, those early Bulls teams, you know, they had some good players, but it was basically get the ball in Mike's hands. Yeah. And um let let's let's be real. Mike Michael was an exception because normally when you would be going out there, you don't give a ball to a rookie player that early until he earns his stripes. Right. Um, no, you're a hundred percent right. You know, let him, let him cut his teeth, but he basically came in, um, highly touted, um, out of North Carolina, uh, number three pick that year in that year's draft. Um, you know, Akeem Olajuwon went to Houston uh, number one, you know, and that, you know, and that's fine because Akeem Olajuwon was Akeem Olajuwon. But, you know, where everybody and their mother knows that Portland messed up is they took uh, center Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan because they needed, in their minds, they needed a big rather than scoring because at that point, you know, they had Clyde Drexler. So they're like, well, we're set on scoring. We need somebody to rebound. Well, they, you know, they fucked up. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Well, shit. I, I, I didn't know that until I, I was reading it over and, you know, living out here in, um, Chicago, I never got to see Michael Jordan play. Yeah, no, me either. Um, that was just something you know, being in the suburbs, um, going into the city wasn't something we just did on a whim. It was, it was mostly just like a, like a family outing. Like, and I mean, not, not just the, you know, the four of us, it was like, Oh, you know, it was like a a family trip, like cousins, aunts, uncles, you know, everybody. So like, you know, four of us wouldn't, you know, go to a game. And but spe- but I imagine those tickets were like hard as hell to get. <laughs> you especially had, you, in the you, peak you, years. You had the guy in the in the big um in the big jacket opening his jacket in front of the stadium. I got I got my Jordan tickets. Yeah, what do you what do you need? How many you need? I got I got what do you where do you want to sit? I got, you know, I got like, how much for a ticket? That how much did you pay? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about how much I paid. How much are you going to pay? How much do you want to see him? <laughs> and you're like, well, shit, I drove all the way out here. So, all right. Um, and people are probably wondering um, how many points um, in a season. Um, and as of right now, Wilt Chamberlain is still number one. At least as of what I'm reading right here, with four thousand twenty nine points in a season. Right. Um <clears throat> he's number was, one and number two. And that was another case of, you know, get Wilt the ball because he was so damn dominant. Dude, he's number one, two, four, five. Get the hell out of here. He and Michael Michael Jordan is number three and then number six. Oh, that must that must eat Kobe Bryant to death. He was he's number oh s- oh oh what oh, poor choice of words. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah poor choice of words. I wasn't I wasn't um, thinking. Um, but man, Kobe Bryant was oh, he was points away from topping Michael's number six spot. Literal points away. He he had two thousand eight hundred and thirty two. To Michael Jordan's 2,868. And he probably, <clears throat> he probably would have gotten there if he hadn't have, um, been on a team with uh, Shaq. 
yeah. for those years because that was pretty much it was you know scoring was one A one B between him and Shaq. But Shaq's not even on this damn list. Well, right, but still, <laughs> Kobe and Shaq are on the same team. It's like okay, Kobe can score, but Shaq can pretty much do whatever he wants if you get him the ball in the paint. Yeah, that's true. All right. So, you ready, bro? You ready to jump into this episode? Oh, if I have to. I I held us off as much as I could, but it's time to go over that review because when we when we named our show the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast, that doesn't mean we get to take breaks in between episodes cuz this would have been one of those episodes. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, a poor job of naming this show. <laughs> Hey, you agreed to it. <laughs> I agreed to nothing. I don't. I don't. So full of shit. All right, everybody. Uh, it is funny because um, this is we, we get we're getting the same introduction that we're gonna get these next. Um, I think three or four episodes. But um, Ash is is still on his way to Nacreen City. <laughs> <laughs> In search of his second badge in the Unova region. He's just doing a long freaking <clears throat> circle. Yes, I know. And um, we start this week's episode with Ash um, hungry as hell. Um, so is Pikachu and Axu. And Silent and, um, and Iris are sitting at a table because... Silence making a gourmet meal. He's homemade potato salad. And he's adding some cracked pepper and doing the whole nine yards and all that. And freaking um, Iris just beats him to the punch after he he puts the top piecing of the breading down and just gobbles it down. Oh my gosh, this is so this is so good. This is so amazing. Um, yum, 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 yum. Doug? I um I didn't really catch this at the um, at the time because I was um, I was gaming, um, at the, you know, because I mean, you know, fuck it, I can multitask. Um, <laughs> That's why you didn't catch it, <laughs> right? I didn't realize he put the potato salad on the bread. Yeah. Who the fuck does that? Um, people do that. I have never. I've never seen it either. I have. I didn't even, I mean, I realized that Ash was eating a sandwich, but I thought, I, I, that's, that's double carb. Yeah. That's, that's starch city. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah, okay, there was, there was some tomatoes and, you know, what have you in the potato salad, but like, just eat the potato salad. Well... (laughs) You don't want the bread to go bad because bread, I'm sure, on the road, um, not being refrigerated, just under heat can only last for so long. Oh, yeah, that's that's that. You know what? That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, you're no, because you're you're not wrong. (laughs) So better make use of it as you can on the road. All right. So. um, But, yeah, it's at this point where. he also made Pikachu and Axu um, their Pokemon food, and they're enjoying their meal. They're all having a good old time. But Axu, Axu then um, looks up, and he's looking over in, in the distance at some rocks. And for some reason, he, he goes into a, like a little bit of a trance. Like he, He's not listening to anybody. Ash is like, Axu, what, what, what's going on? Iris is like, Axu, um, are you okay? And Pikachu's like, um, well, if you guys aren't going to run after him, I am. And they just start running off into the distance and peeking around a, a rock, looking all sorts of suspicious. And Pikachu pulls Axu back, not knowing what he's or not what it's doing, because we don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. Right. Um, and Axu um, is like, no, 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 look. And this is when we get introduced to the main star of this episode, a dweeble without a rock on its back. Right. So it's the equivalent of, I mean, it's basically, it's a hermit crab. 
Yeah, it's is like what a, it is. Yeah. Um, looks like an ant. <laughs> it looks like an ant or an underdeveloped shrimp, which I suppose is an oxymoron. Um, <laughs> and it's out in the open, but we see that it is in the process of modifying a rock. Yes. And so, of course, um, Dexter has to come on out. And do they still call this a Dexter? Because we 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 never really got a new a new term for it other than a Pokédex. Yeah, I don't know. I think they might have dropped the Dexter stuff in the Kanto region because all it's been is oh, let me see your Pokédex and we can update it for the Unova. Okay, so. All right, we, from now on, everybody, we will call it a Pokédex. So Ash takes out his Pokédex. Well, we're going to call it whatever we're going to call it. Who's going <laughs> to stop us? <clears throat> um, Little shorty in the corner over there. Yeah, she can calm down. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we get the we get the description. and um, he, He's a rock in Pokémon. And that's and that's spelled I N N like yes. a like a hotel. Yes. Um, and I'm sorry. No, you. No, go. by all by all means, go ahead. He he says. Um, it says after finding a suitable rock, Dwebble digs a hole into the rock's bottom, and uses it as a protective shell, which is exactly what Dwebble is doing in this in this episode right now. And then, you know, we get the captain obvious moment of Iris going, you know, I'll bet you it's about to dig into that rock. And freaking silent doesn't help anything. He's like, yeah, we're about to see a rare occurrence. Normally you, you don't get to see a dweeble without its shell, which I mean, you get to see him without his damn shell, this whole fucking episode. Yeah. You get to see him without a shell for about what? 20 minutes. Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, so they're all, <clears throat> pardon me, they're all sitting behind this rock. I feel like they missed an opportunity for um, Axu and Pikachu to just be like munching on some popcorn or something, um, <laughs> just to get a little chuckle. Because I'm I'm free. I'm a, I'm on a screenshot of them all just kind of standing there, um, like, well, we're just gonna watch this show, um, and. You know, we see uh, Dweebles doing his thing, um, you know, putting in work, and <laughs> Ash. <laughs> Ash is an idiot. He jumps up from behind these rocks, looks out, and goes, yeah, man, all right, they, all right let, let's watch him. And they got to pull him down. Like, if you scare him away, we're not going to be able to watch it. You better shut the hell up. Like, what are you doing, boy? Um, so they they have to you know, calm him down and, you know, thankfully it doesn't, um, distract Dweeble and he's just, he's putting in work on the bottom of this rock. He's got a little sweat thing going and then we get the intro, which I can still take or leave at this point. Um, I, I, I'm kind of digging the, the intro, the intro now. And then we come back from the intro and it looks like, He's finished, and then we get another, um, the rare uh, second appearance of the Pokédex. Because, um, again, Pokédexes are, are series, basically. And apparently because there was a little confusion or somebody said something, Poke, the Pokédex was like, well, actually, um, Dweeble have a technique that make uh, rock easier to carve. Yes. Like, okay, but nobody asked you though. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that Dweeble um, kind of spits out a little bit of um, goo substance. Yeah, I would. I would say. Um, <laughs> but, um, I'm <laughs> no, I'm trying to think because. Um, oh, I can't think of it. It's, it's like a silicone. Yeah, basically. So, but yeah, um, after Dweeble um, puts the silicone on there, he's still carving away. And he finally um, carves enough into this rock. And after we get like 45 seconds of him just 
carving away, just carving, chop, 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 carving. And then he 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 sticks his butt into it. Now tell me, this this little <laughs> this little shrimp should not have been able to pick up this rock the way that it picked up this damn rock. Like hey, you don't know how strong that tail is. Yeah, apparently. I mean, it looks like I I can take my finger and just crack it. Hey, listen, whatever you do with your finger is your business. <laughs> so you walk around putting your finger in strange holes. I don't know if I'd recommend that. It, I yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Gets messy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's at it's at this point that Iris looks up and and she's like, "Oh, that is so cute! It's so cute!" And this is when we get the the um, trio gang of Dweeble that pop up. These Dweeble um, look all sorts of mean and they look like they didn't even carve their freaking rocks properly they just made it whatever they want they don't look stable at all which is a key point in this episode and ash thinks that they're friends until these dweebles start attacking this little tiny dweeble right and you know there's there's clearly like a, a boss dweeble that's got like this big old uh what I'm assuming to the Dweeble would almost be like a mountain on his back, and he's got his two underlings, and they're just attacking. How the, many the, How many times did he get his thing taken away? Because this this main boss Dweeble has a that that mountain looks like he's taken a couple freaking Pokemon. Uh, I mean, other um, like little rocks on top of his rock. Yeah. So he. <laughs> Well, I mean, but if he's at the top of the food chain, you know, um, and obviously he's got, you know what it is, it, it is, it is like a, like a silicone or like a, like a, almost like a rubber cement because I'm, I'm watching, um, the underling dweebles, um, kind of secure the, the baby face dweebles, uh, shell onto the boss i'm gonna get sick of dweebo by the end of this episode oh i know um, and it is kind of like it's like a caulk yeah it's like a caulking there you go that's the there it is that's, and and, and caulking is a silicone so right uh but yeah they um they pop i should the, know that because we did some brick work this weekend oh there you go well, it, it got done i didn't do it <laughs> so yeah the three dweebo knock off the um, <clears throat> babyface Dweeble, um, well, the good guy Dweeble, who who don't know what Babyface is, um, his rock off of his back, and then they secure it on top of the main boss's um, back, and they just walk. They walk away. Ash and them kind of come out and say, "Hey, give him back his rock." And these Dweeble are like, "No," and then they just <laughs> dig, and they and they dig away. Yeah, and like Ash what the like, fuck? <laughs> Ash is like, oh, three on one ain't fair, and those dweebles said, I don't care. Our little um, baby faced weeble goes digging after him, and uh, Silent sends out his Pan, Pan Sage. Sage because Pan Sage knows dig as well, and you know, so we're sitting there, we're sitting there, we're sitting there, and then Pan Sage pops up, and he he seems to be telling everybody what's happening, but we don't really know. And then the baby-faced Dweeble pops back up, and he still doesn't have his shell. And he just he looks dejected. And then Silent goes over to help him, and you know the little fella is skittish, so he runs away. And okay, so so before we get any any further into this, uh, this Dweeble started pissing me off. Okay. <laughs> So not only did Silence send out his Pokemon to help this Dweeble, Dweeble got, like you said, he got skittish. He fucking runs away. They chase after it. And they basically corner him um, with Iris on one side, Ash and Silent on the other. And Dweeble just gets so skittish that he, like, he hits the ground or hits a rock that's nearby him and breaks the rock. And a piece of the rock 
goes and flies back all the way over and hits Pansage directly in the face, knocking him out. And that, I mean, as you said off air, um, and you gave the perfect dis- description, um, Pansage looks like he has a concussion. He's got, yeah, he's got a concussion. And, you know, you, you, if we've learned anything in the past couple of years, um, you know, watching football at both the college and the professional level, and I suppose, you know, hockey as well, and I guess baseball and basketball to a lesser extent, I mean, and some baseball players out there are going, you try to stand in the box and hit a 95-mile-an-hour 90, fastball with a piece of wood. Um, For real, though, why, why don't you get out there and try to do it? I don't want to. Um, <laughs> you know, concussions are nothing to joke about, you know. And, I mean, it's gotten to the point where a couple of years ago, the MLB initiated the um, the ten the well, it's the it's the one week um, injured list specifically for concussions. Um, so, like, it's nothing to joke about. But I mean, obviously, this is just a cartoon, and we're thinking too much into it. Um, <laughs> but you know what? What? I don't 100% blame this poor Dweeble because, you know, everybody was chasing after this Dweeble to try to get him to calm down. And freaking Iris does a front flip to get in front of him and just lands in front of him. I'm going to get you. Like, what the? F- I would come out swinging too. I would too. You know, I mean, I, I feel bad for Pansage, obviously, because Pansage was trying to be in the fight. But, you know, it it didn't end well. It didn't end well. Before. And, you know, to Dweeble's credit, he, you know, he was like, oh, shit, I done fucked up. And, um, you know, and, you know, Pansage is like, oh, it's all good. You know, he's meanwhile, he's got a fucking hard boiled egg in his head, um, you know, because Ash is like, oh, we know you didn't mean to hurt anybody. And you can just tell that this Dweeble's just not having a good day. No. And um, Iris goes, well, just get another rock. And he doesn't want another rock. He wants that. Dweeble's basically like, you get another rock. Uh, (laughs) He's like, I know you saw the work I was putting in on that rock. You know, you don't get that time back. So, of course, um, and this is where the episode kind of takes a turn. So, of, co- <laughs> so of course, um, Dweeble is like, no, you you get a rock. I'm not going <laughs> to get another rock. And freaking Ash is like, well, you know what? We don't have anything going on right now other than the fact that you're trying to get the Nat Crane City. And this is why <laughs> you can't get Nat Crane City, Ash. And. Oh my gosh! I mean, I, I've seen I've seen a couple more episodes, and there's so many jokes that I want to make right now, but it would kind of be spoiling, so I can't make those jokes yet. But Jesus, this is why you're behind. Actually, no, no, we 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 found out that his rifle has two badges. So God, hurry up, Ash. Um, freaking Trip has two badges. He probably has three by now. He probably um, has three by now. Yeah, I was gonna say. So. Freaking um, Ash is like, you know what? We're gonna help you find your rock, then, Dweeble. And Dweeble's like, are you are you really? And and they're like, yeah. And and they're like, okay, so let let's go ahead and and make a plan together, and then uh, we'll go ahead and find these thieves. And then we get to what I consider the best part of this episode so far. Right, because Rocket. we're. We're continuing uh, Team Rocket's um, James Bond storyline. Yes. Um, and we're meeting with the and they kind of <clears throat> pardon me. Team Rocket is on one side of this building, and the new agent and I can't remember his name, and I said it like twice. <laughs> Pierce. 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 And they're on they're on opposite sides of this building, and they both give each other a nod, and they go in. And um, they're walking uh, in like the sewer in an abandoned. And, it's an abandoned subway. And they said this is a perfect location to dispense uh, vital information. And um, 
Pierce says, well, the boss informed me of your present mission, and... The, the, uh, basically, they need to recover that meteorite. Yeah, back, uh, what was it now? That was the last episode. Was it the... Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they're, um, they're, they're still in search of this uh, meteorite. Um, and... Let's see. He says the da- um, the data that they um, gave the boss was very very helpful um, on their important pro- on their newest and most important project. And then he has like some type of um, hologram that comes out of his ha- out of his ring on his finger. Bro, I want this. <laughs> I mean, how dope! He's you know he holds up his ring and it shoots out this um, projection. And it's this research facility, and it's got schematics, and he's like, well, the meteorite's being held in this lab in this specific location, and it, and it pinpoints in. And and it shows the exact location inside of the building where the meteorite is. And he's like, you have to hack the, <laughs> hack the, um, the computer server so you can obtain the data. And he's just, I, this is some James Bond <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> give so, me, give me Team Rocket. Like I, yeah. You know, you know what we should. You know what we should do. Um, at some point, um, later on down the line, once we get like vital information, get it. Um, we should make a whole episode just going over the information that Team Rocket's getting, and just make a whole Team Rocket episode. Yes. <clears throat> just we doing, should, we, just doing James Bond shit. We should do like a, a super cut of all of those because, like, if you cut all the all the stuff together, I'm sure you get to 20 minutes. Oh, easily. So, yes, we we, we should just do a whole like Team Rocket James Bond just episode just to keep you all caught up. In case you forgot, if you told me when we started this show that we were eventually going to do like a, a more current. Uh, season, and that I was going to get hooked on the Team Rocket storyline in that season. I think I'd have laughed on your face, in your face, <laughs> and hung up the phone call. Uh, well, are you hooked? I'm hooked. I, <laughs> I don't care about Dweeble. I want more Team I, Rocket information. And I apologize, people. Like I said before, I'm sick, um, but we we don't want to fall behind on our backlogs. So, I mean, if you're hearing me clear my throat times i my apologies to all of you uh, my voice is not fully here right now so that covid's a motherfucker uh, i'm telling you i might have it uh, <laughs> the, the way that i'm freaking feeling right now oh <laughs> uh, but then we go back to the search for the for the mob dweeble yes and, and ash is using his pidove to try to search for the dweeble from above pan sage um comes back from underground and doesn't have um any news at all the freaking dweeble comes back and he has nothing as well and he's like shit um i don't know what what else to do uh he's like and then Silence like, you know what? It's getting late. Let's go have dinner, and we will um, come up with another plan going forward. So they invite the Dweeble, and so the humans are sitting at a table, and 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 the Pokemon are sitting in bowl at bowls, and they have their food, and Dweeble's having a good time, and Pan Sage just looks out of it, and he's got the the anime. Uh, faint line on his nose and he faints yes and and Simon like just it might, feels it, like it, shit yeah because <clears throat> now you got me doing it fuck sorry um they couldn't hear me on that last one i muted the mic <laughs> you could hear me they couldn't <laughs> <laughs> Silence, like, well, it must have been when he got hit with a rock and they do a flashback. And like you said, uh, Dweeble feels like shit. And Silence, like, well, I don't have any potions left. But and then. This is when we get Iris's specialty, Doug. He's like, um, didn't we see um, 
I, Iris is like, I, I saw some herbs um, that we can that we can go to because there's no Pokemon Center in sight where they are. Right, and he's like, and she's like, I can make a remedy that would reduce the the fever. And her and Axew go running off, and then we see her back at the table with a a pestle and mortar, um, mixing this uh, potion, and. Um, Iris tells Pan Sage to drink it. She warns him that it's going to be a little bitter, and he seems to be taking it well. And Iris is like, "A good night's sleep, and you should be uh, back to normal." And and Silen is grateful because that's the the natural reaction. And um, Ash is kind <clears> of. <throat> take well not taking it back but he's like surprised he's like that's awesome and actually was like you know goddamn right and <laughs> but you can tell that dweeble still i mean he must be torn up inside you know because he he and i mean he knows obviously but he threw the rock well he has flashbacks as well to show that he feels terrible because he he's sitting there remembering that these people are trying to help me and i just blew my shit and just threw a rock at this Pokemon and this Pokemon's going through all the emotions right now. And then we get Dweeble as who's that Pokemon, you know, thank heaven for small miracles. We see that Dweeble is kind of watching over uh Pan Sage and Silence trying to put his mind at rest. He's like Pan Sage should be okay. He took the medicine that Iris made. Um Pan Sage is still torn up like completely but um you know silence like we can get your home back tomorrow after we get a good night's rest um dweeble tucks in pan sage and like sleeps like right next to him um but yes then we're back at the interesting stuff because team rocket has found the facility and, and they're getting ready to break in um <clears throat> Jesse throws like a like a grappling hook and Meowth can just climb up because you know cat. Um, <laughs> but they have it, some James Bond stuff. They put on these goggles and these goggles turn into like this super advanced Team Rocket like sensor and it, it can see all the um, security per, um, parameters that's on this building. Um, they they can look around and see that everything's being protected. So they need to be careful, but they can see where they need to step. And um, team rocket is about to enjoy this. Cause they're like, Ooh, yeah, they, they've secured this building, but we're about to fuck shit up, bro. This is some bunk where, I mean, I understand, you know, we're, we're a bit further in time, but this, where was this stuff when they were just trying to, if they if they had this, this is the first season. Um, cause where I'm currently at watching Pokemon episodes is, is the season before this. And they definitely ain't doing no shit like this. Well, I know, but I'm just saying like, if they had this stuff when they were trying to catch P Pikachu back in Kanto, the series would be like five episodes long. I know. <laughs> cause like, they would have, they would have caught Pikachu. I mean, it would have been, it would have been a wrap. Um, so yeah, they've got all this, this high tech tech they basically got every advantage they could need and they find themselves into the building. Um, Jesse's like, well, it makes sense considering how valuable the data is that's inside. And, you know, they all three leap down and we see like some mission impossible montages of them crawling under lasers and using keypads and breaking in and, they're above they're in like the ducks above the the main lab where the meteorite is and they're like well this place is packed with sensors which you know of course it is you know i mean we've all seen mission impossible you know the scene where he where tom cruise is being literally lowered down from the ceiling i want to see the new um 007 by the way oh, oh I you haven't i you haven't I, seen it yet no i haven't seen it yet i can't wait to see it oh gotcha have you seen it? No, I have no interest. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's continue. So um, James has me. this little helicopter um, 
like laser thing and it kind of lowers itself down into um, the computer mainframe so he can hack into it. Yeah, I mean, this is some boss level shit. I mean, it's basically like a USB drive with a fucking um, helicopter blade on it. Um, and it's, it's, it's attached to Bluetooth. Yeah. And, um, you know, Meowth says, oh, it's password protected, but he's not like pounding his fist like, oh, damn, it's password protected. He's like, well, he, he's like the computer is going to do its job and it literally cracks the code. I mean, this is just, I was, <laughs> I paused my game. I was like, I'm going to watch this. And this is just, I mean, I couldn't give a shit one about dweeble um but this was just give me a team rocket series i'll watch the shit out of that in a weekend (laughs) keep keep saying it and i'm sure it's gonna happen at some point so yeah the computer figures out the password and it i mean james doesn't even break a sweat he's getting all these files and we're seeing all the data and it's being copied and um, it's it's processing kind of slow, but I mean, obviously, we're looking at it in twenty twenty one eyes. But and then we go back, and Pan Sage is literally so healthy; he's doing backflips, and everybody's happy that Pan Sage is okay. Um, Dweeble. Uh, seems to be feeling a little better knowing that Pansays is okay. Axu's just its normal happy self. Um, and they're now and, time to, And they're like, all right. I was about to say this. It's time to come up with the plan now, Doug. Right. And <laughs> we we go back and we are face-to-face with the, the mob of heel dweebles. And it looks like it's going to be... Pan Sage, that's the bad guy. Sorry, yes, yes, hills. No, I was, I was letting everyone know. Yeah, those are the bad guys. I'll keep up. They'll, they'll, they'll catch on. They're smart. So, um, the the bad guys retreat, and Axu is kind of on a on a mission to find them, and um. Axu goes running into an open area in some rocks, and he doesn't see him. But we see a point of view behind Axu, and we see the the bad guy Dweebles hiding. Um, and we know that it's the bad, because we can see the coloration of the rocks. And they do the classic cartoon thing of popping up when Axu's not looking, and then when Axu looks, they go back. And Axu has like an idea and he's like, oh, I'm going to pull the okie doke. And he's like, oh, I'm not looking. And then he catches him. But these, these dweeble are, <clears throat> they're smart. So they start attacking back and Ash and Ash and the gang finally get the idea that we need to come up with a plan in order to um, separate these dweeble. So um, they come up with a plan of basically taking um, some Pokemon food and luring in um, these dweeble. So, yeah, uh, our our hero uh, is kind of getting worked over. And then they come up with the plan about the Pokemon food. And the, the Pokemon food is in bowls. And the bowls are... All three attached to uh, some rope or string or whatever, and they're just kind of waiting for the for the bad guy dweebles to pop up. And as soon as they pop up, um, everybody yanks the strings, and the dweeble instinctively follow the food, and they start chowing. And then our our hero dweeble uh, tries to jump at one of the minions, and he gets smacked away. But he just and starts basically, attacking. Well, he he starts attacking, but he's going backwards. Yes. Um, but because he, he's kind of got the high ground, and he's he's pulling the uh, he's like I'm going to be elusive, and 
he looks up at a rock that's kind of precariously kind of hanging on a cliff and the bad guy Dweebo goes in for this this killer like uh, cross attack and the the hero Dweebo gets out of the way but the force of the uh, bad guy Dweebo's attack sends the rock um, tumbling down. down and uh, <clears throat> knocks him back and has him off balance and then um, our Dweebo does the same attack and and knocks that one out. Yes. And Silence making food puns. He's like, oh, that was a spicy combination and shit. And then we go to the next Dweeble, and the that Dweeble is trying to use its shell um, to attack um, the no the no shell Dweeble. <laughs> no Dweeble. Um, and um, when he when he jumps back, he gets stuck in between two rocks. Because yes. his, shell, his, his shell is too big. So um, here comes Hero Dweeble with, um, I'm guessing this is Axe Cutter. And he, he, right, yes. And he, and he slices this Dweeble, and that Dweeble is now um, knocked out. So now it's time to go after Boss Dweeble. So <laughs> the, the shellless Dweeble approaches the boss, and the boss is blissfully chowing down on some Pokemon food and we get like a straight up uh, like a, like a showdown at the okay corral kind of thing, you know, you know, I can never whistle on command. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> so the, the boss Dweeble tries to launch backwards with his shell and uh, the hero uh, Dweeble gets out of the way, and he goes to launch with his claw attack, but the um, the boss Dweeble turns its back and presents its its shell, and our Dweeble. hero Dweeble pulls up because he doesn't want to break his shell. Uh, break his shell, and you know uh, it wouldn't be a. A Pokemon action scene. If um, what just happened was was plainly explained to us, um, but I understand it's a kid show. It doesn't matter just because we figured it out. And um, <laughs> so the boss Weeble, <clears throat> the boss Weeble is uh, swinging, but um, our hero Weeble is avoiding it. But then the boss Weeble uses an attack called Smackdown, and I kind of laughed. But it's two words. Uh, so it's, you know, non-copyrighted. Um, and knocks our hero Dweeble kind of for a loop. But he recovers. Real quick. Re- well, yeah. real. It's almost like there's only four minutes left in the episode. Um, <laughs> and then he, he leads the boss Dweeble under this ledge. And much like the second... Um, evil Dweeble. Uh, he, evil Dweeble. Evil Dweeble. Uh, he gets stuck, and um, uh, the hero Dweeble uses one uh, version of Cross, and then he like mega powers up and knocks everything except conveniently his shell off of the boss Dweeble. And the boss Dweeble has been suitably chastened, and he retreats. Yep. And it's from there, um, our Dweeble comes back, gets into its shell, and it's happier than a pig in shit. And um, everyone couldn't be any prouder at this moment. Um, It's from there that we go back to um, Team Rocket, who um, meet back up with um, what? What was his name? Um, Pierce. Pierce. Inside of the um, abandoned train station, and they hand over the file over to Pierce so he can get it back to um, Giovanni. And um, he basically says, "Great work, um, you guys. You guys are awesome." That was actually very quick. And he's like. 
And Team Rock is like, we don't need praise. We need to get along. And he's like, I'll report this to the boss um, as soon as possible. And they're like, understood. And then they both vanish. And that's it for Team Rocket in this episode. And then we come back to the concluding part of the episode where they're saying goodbye to Dweeble, our heroes. And Dweeble doesn't want to leave. He's following behind, and Ash is like, I think Dweeble wants to go with you, Silent. And Silent is sitting there, and he's like, uh, he's like, do you really want to come with me? And um, Silent is sitting there, and he's like, uh, do you want to come with me? And he's like, yeah, I want to come with you. Just take out your damn Pokeball. And he's like, um, this Dweeble is fantastic for me. What was the, he? He actually had a re, a really good line. He said, "Getting your shell back was heavy fare." Um, but um, but worrying about Pan Sage was was a very delicate and light touch. And he said, "Um, <clears throat> he said that's the that's a perfect Pokemon for me." And he said, uh, he said, yes, I think we'll be a good match. And he, and he throws out his Pokeball and Dweeble happily jumps up to meet it. And it shakes once, twice, three times, three and a half. And he's caught. And, um, and he says, oh, you know, such exquisite. And he sniffs the Pokeball, which is kind of weird. Um, he says, I've got a Dweeble. And, Everybody's happy, and, and Pan Sage is like, oh, "I've got a buddy," and um, Axu's happy. Everybody's it's a it's a it's a big old love fest, and Ash is like, "Now we can head to Necreen City together." And I said, "Yeah, in three months." I know. <laughs> you you'll you'll get there at some point, Ash. At some point. You know, no no rush or anything. So, and that is this week's episode. Um. I'm going to go ahead and give this episode first. I'm going to give a crystal meter. Um, I'm going to give it a, a maybe, maybe, maybe about a one and a half, maybe a two. Like this, this, this episode didn't tickle my fancy at all. I'm going to give it two and a half. Um, I, I really enjoyed the, the team rocket stuff. Um, them being capable is just so uh, foreign to me, but I'm into it. Um, I like that they're existing on their own. Like they don't have to run into Ash to get beat up. You know, they can just do their own thing. Um, they're not blasting I, I, away. I enjoyed, um, discussing this episode more than I did, uh, watching it. Um, I was happy to see that somebody caught Dweeble. Um, <laughs> that we didn't go a whole episode, um, with no one catching. Well, and just you know, I could I could so easily see the episode ending with Dweeble just waving as everybody walked into the sunset. It's like no, but he's a wild Pokemon. Like what was it a couple episodes ago? I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, that's a wild Pokemon, right? And you're like, yeah, but nobody tried to catch it. So this was this was refreshing. Yeah, like two and a half is is fine. Um, but I can't in good conscience go to a three. Oh. To kind of wrap this week's episode up, um, Doug, I have a Sword and Shield Chilling Rain pack and a Sword and Shield Evolving Skies pack. Um, which one should I open for today's episode? I could be wrong, but I feel like you haven't opened a Chilling Rain pack in a while. Okay. So let's go ahead and get this pack unopened. Let's see. There we go. Ooh, look at that. It was actually easy to open. Unlike the freaking Pokemon movie one, which nobody heard because I edited that part out. <laughs> All right. I got a white card, which means that I probably have a rare, a very rare card in this in this deck. Ooh. So um, let's go ahead and find out. Um, Doug, the energy I'm about to look at. Um. Fighting energy. It's a lightning energy. Ah, poop. 
And then I have a fire resistant gloves, welcoming lantern, both trainer cards, a Raboot, a Porygon, a Swirlix, a Sneasel, a Snover, a Blitzel, a Reverse Hollow Beedrill, which that Beedrill looks fucking badass. And then I have a Hollow Weevil. Um, it's not the best, but it is some, a card that I do not have, and it's a hollow, so I will take it. So this oh, is a go. this is a plus this week. Take that every every day of the week. Yeah, for real. So if uh, if you want to see these cards or any other cards in in the collection, go ahead and look us up at um, every Pokemon episode on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Poke Breakdown. Um, get our follows up. And um, if you're interested in next week's episode, if you're listening to this on the free feed, it's already up there. Go to patreon.com slash pokey. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Patreon.com slash every Pokemon. And you can go ahead and subscribe there. Uh, we have a bunch of different tiers for you. Tiers where you can get Pokemon cards. You can uh, become a guest on the show. Or you can just subscribe and just listen to next week's episode if, you, if that's all you're interested in. So go ahead and subscribe. Do you have anything else to add, Doug? I don't think so. All right. Well, then, if that's the case, go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you, um, be here next week for um, another Black and White episode. And don't miss um, this upcoming Friday's um episode drop with snow way out everybody we're taking a step back in time so have a good night everybody and i will see you on the flip side